Hello guys, welcome to another episode of the Wolf's Den podcast. So today, as you can see, new set, new lovely, lovely um, location. Um, in the spirit of change, I want to just change things up just a little bit. We still have the purpose of, you know, helping you guys, you know, on your journey and entrepreneurial journey and whatnot. But instead, I want to just have more of an open discussion rather than um, another entrepreneur's story. So today we have another lovely guest, as per usual, <laughs> and I'll let them, you know, introduce themselves and what is that they do. Well, my name is Donald Lacan. Um, yeah, and I'm a, I'm a believer. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think that's what I do. I, I just believe my, every single day of my life. Yeah. It's interesting because um, your wife would have been on the show as well, and she came with the same opening statement that made me laugh. That made me, you know, ask her what in the world are you talking about? <laughs> so can you please explain further for us? Well, I I think that we exist in a, just like Bob Proctor said, right? We exist in a physical world mm -hmm. and, you know, we have intellect and we are spiritual beings. So I don't see myself as my physical form entirely. I see myself as who I am, spiritual, and that reflects into my physical reality. Mm -hmm. So... Growing up, I mean, I had a lot of persons telling me that I'm good at a lot of things, right? I'm good at drawing, which was the first thing. Great. You know, arts, creativity, painting, whatever you Even camera, videography and everything. But then I realized as I began to study myself, you know, more and more, I just was very good at believing, right? believing in myself, believing in my abilities. So when I look back at my life, um, I used to work in the major art culture and that was a bit challenging to say that you know I was put in a position where I had to learn a lot of new skills even people skills because I was very antisocial before so I had to learn to talk to people but I just I have this mindset where everything is easy so I go with the belief that everything I do is easy <laughs> even if it may be difficult it may be extremely difficult Bro, I'm telling you, like, there were so many things that happened at work that it was fearful, it was scary, it was challenging, but I just, I just told myself that if somebody else can do it, I can do it too. Mm. Yeah. So, like what? For example, we had to, there's something called, um, we had to do inspections, right? And we had to tag the animals. And there were some big animals, like cows, that, you know, they had some science students yeah they're real big and i would see you know my co-workers right, supervisors and that, they would just go up to the animal and they would tag them no matter the size mm -hmm. i mean of course you'd restrain them you tie the cow to a tree so it doesn't move or try and boot you and it has a horn to do it has very sharp ones but i'll be standing there just looking at you know i'm small i'm tiny i'm just watching this thing happen like he's not afraid mm -hmm. he just walks up he has the air tag and I forgot what they call it, the tool that they use. And you have to push it in the air and just clip it. But you realize like this is the cow's head. Mm -hmm. So you have to be like within arm's reach. Mm -hmm. And if this thing swing, you know, you can possibly take it off. So yeah, I used to watch them do it. And I was afraid, I was very much afraid. But I knew one day that I'll have to do it as well. So I just thought to myself, okay, if he can do it and I'm looking at him, doing it mm -hmm. i'm seeing that there's a period of time where he has to watch the animal prepare the air tag walk up to the animal and then squeeze boom jump away run away whatever it may be but then the job gets done right so what is stopping me from doing it is my fear that something happens to me but i have proof and evidence that nothing happened to the person i just did it mm -hmm. so the way i look at it in relation to time is that okay it takes just about 30 seconds or maybe a minute to get the job done. So if I can stomach the fear <laughs> for that 30 seconds and just go through the action of doing it, then it's done. Right. And then that's why I just approach everything. So you used that and applied it to life? Yes. Okay. That's so, an example of one of them. Mm -hmm. yeah. So do you, um, without going into like, I guess, every single one, do you have an idea like a, 
a notion of like how many different things that you apply to your life now and, and what it what it has done for you? I have very um it's printed on my memory. Wow. I, I reculture a lot of them because <laughs> yeah, like I got to go to a training, I got to go overseas and I got to do different procedures on animals. So for example, we have to do artificial insemination where we have to insert, you know, and mm-hmm. put semen into the animal. Mm-hmm. And you go in via the vagina, you go in straight and you have to go in through the cervix as well. You have to find the cervix. And for me, I was watching the vets do it. And they were teaching person how to do it. Like, you know, teaching the technical staff how to do it. And I was one of them. I was in Jamaica at that time. And I realized that, okay, if I can see it in my mind, then I can do it. And I didn't know that's what I was doing, right? I have a very pictorial imagination, like it's vivid. So I would imagine myself with the rod, with the tool, and pushing it and seeing it go through the hole. Mm-hmm. I just see it in my head and I'll see them do it. But you can't see the hole, like, it's not a, a clear image, right, based on what you use it. It's, it's a lot based on feeling as well. But Whilst I'm doing it, I'm imagining what it looks like mm-hmm. based on what I feel. And yeah, I just I'll just go with the mentality that yo, this can be done, this is easy. They see some people do it in a minute, some people do it in five, some people take a long time, mm-hmm. depends on the animal, all kind of things. And I tell myself, yo, when I go there, I just go in straight through. <laughs> <laughs> I just go in straight through. Just like last night, imprinted on my memory as well. Mm-hmm. I was planning for that. All right, we went to do golf, right? We went to do not serious golfer, but top like, golf. You know, top golf. <laughs> yeah. So even before, for the time you told me about golf, I was like, you know what? I've never played golf before. I've never even swung a club. Mm-hmm. But if I tell myself I'm excellent at golf, like, yeah, I have it down. I'm just a natural at golf. It's gonna happen. <laughs> so I said, all right. First swing, you know, first swing wasn't that. Wasn't that solid? <laughs> you all saw that. I hit it. It just went wide. <laughs> Second swing, you know, it still went wide, like I couldn't make the contact with the ball. But, you know, by the end of the night, uh, you were there, you saw that happen. Like, I was just, <laughs> sorry, like I was watching Arden, right? I was watching him, I was watching him hit the ball. Mm-hmm. And he was hitting it real fast. So I said, you know, if he can do that, then mm-hmm. I can do that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's the same thing with the animals. Like, I would just imagine doing it to the point where I got good at it. Like when we went back home and they had to do a training locally, as you know, um, Dr. Dr. Young, she was the one at the time training us. She was saying that I knew I was one of the the better ones, mm-hmm. you know, to do that procedure. All right. Yeah, which was crazy. <laughs> so you guys will not know, but um, being his friend for eons, that's a, a common occurrence. <laughs> <laughs> when he does something, he goes straight to the top yeah. at the list, and we at the bottom, the rest of us at the bottom like. This guy knows before. <laughs> He's done this before. <laughs> and and that's always the case. In in anything that he does, he just shoots to the top. And um it's always been a remarkable, remarkable thing. Going back to the the, the, the people people who told him he's great at art and whatnot. Um all his life, I mean, throughout you know, college, your your daughterism, first time I've ever seen that in my life. This man for an assignment. Us plebs, you know, I probably jam a little banana, a little some some, you know, <laughs> a little shade, you know, whatever. I can't remember exactly what it was, but because in my own story, I don't remember what I did. What I remember was it he did. He brought this in this magnificent piece of art that we were informed to. To, I didn't even know what art looked like, <laughs> but I knew that that was it. <laughs> yeah. Like that was magnificent. I, I'm talking about like on a different level. And at that age, at that point, you were still you were doing things on a different level. Mm. And now, the it's come to pass that it's the belief that you had in the environment at the time. The environment created your belief, but now you have your internal belief. Yeah, yeah. But I also want to add on that story because the reason I was able to produce that piece of artwork was because I, I saw somebody do something like that. Mm. So. Whilst I was in Form 2, I used to go up to the Form 4 block. I used to go up to the art room and I used to see people like my cousin, you know, Hick. I used to see him draw. 
and I saw him doing pointillism. Mm. And it was just, it was mind blowing to me. And I used to go, I used to look at the other guys, watch what they were drawing. And it was just mind blowing to me. I was like, wow, they can do that. And that's how they're doing it. I'm seeing him putting the dots and he's in the colors. And I would just stay there and examine the, the work. And yes, to myself, the same thing. If he can do it, I can do it too. But at that time, I mean, if you're in Form 2, you're only surrounded by the I work mean, of Form 2. The work of Form 2, yeah. <laughs> but I put myself in the environment of the work of Form 4s and Form 5s. Just because of, I was just curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't like to say, yeah, you know, I want to grow. Nope, I was just curious. <laughs> I wanted to see what they were doing. <laughs> and I came back and I produced something. And all of a sudden, I found to take my drawing and run around the whole block <laughs> saying that's <laughs> easy. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, that was I like that. I mean, that's that's a simple concept that it's applied in everything. When you, like in sports, anything that you do, they, they tell you, you know, to get better, play somebody who can beat you. Yeah. Don't shy away from from that person because at the end of the day, you never grow. Um, if you keep playing somebody who you beat, because clearly you are you are at the <laughs> higher stage. So go to somewhere higher, get to that level, surpass them, surpass and them. keep. And that's how you grow. Um, even in video games, um, I we play a lot of it. Well, at least used to play a lot of video games, um, and trying to convince this man to come back to a game and his literal response was no because he has to die a thousand times <laughs> to learn and he doesn't he doesn't want to put in that effort now <laughs> so we all know like that's and that's true like i was trying to convince him to play because he needs to die a thousand times mm-hmm. to know don't go there don't do that mm-hmm. it'll cause you to die that's how you grow but up, uh, obviously applying that in real life situations is the more difficult and not so common thing to do. Yeah. It appears difficult, but it, it's not. Even the dying aspect in the game. I mean, I choose my battles. Because <laughs> <laughs> I could have chosen to do it. I can't get good at it, but I just, I don't want to do it. Um, to see, I have a reason. I'm not sure. I think at this point in my life, it depends on where I'm at and where I'm going. So if the mm-hmm. thing that I am putting my effort into is going to get me a result that I'm working towards, then yeah, I'll go ahead. Right. But if not, then I will question it. If it's worth it, it's not worth it. I'll look at the amount of time it might take me. Yeah, I'll wait out. But right. applying it in real life, I think it's a natural thing for us to do. I honestly think it's a natural thing. Some of us maybe you know, gifted and we have that, you know, from early that we're able to build pictures in our minds and translate it into our physical reality, whether it be in music, whether it be in drawing, whether it be in building, um, in designing, anything really. And singing as well, like, you know, the arts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, theater, acting, speaking, all of these things come to the mind because you have to think about it before you create it. Right. But what I'm passionate about is helping persons and telling them that, yo, it is very much possible. It appears difficult, but if you know that in dying multiple times in the game, if you know that in swinging the club over and over and over again, if I am conscious of it and I take note of every single swing right. and I mentally make adjustments, I mentally keep telling myself that I'm going to hit it better next time. I'm going to eat it better next time. It may take 10 swings to eat it better. It may take 20 swings to eat it better. It may take 50. It may take a thousand. But mm. I just know that one day <laughs> I'm going to hit that. That sort of must, must make this, you know, it's going to happen. Right. It's right. going to happen. And that's the approach that I have. Even I used to play Destiny a lot. And, you know, there was, I think, Crucible, right? That's what it's called. The yeah. PvP match. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, they had ranked. There was this challenge in order to get the best hand cannon, the gun in the game, you had to go for a series of challenges. One of them being get the, the most headshots, um, you get a certain number of headshots, get a certain number of kills with the weapon, get, I think, either kill streaks as well. It was a real challenge. It wasn't something that was just easy for an average person. Mm-hmm. Again, I was new to Destiny. Um, obviously, I I just started playing it like mm. repetitiously over and over again and I never really liked 
and gun. I never really liked hand cannons, the class of weapon first of all. I mm-hmm. liked submachine guns. I like things that you know you just run, you gun shoot fast and you know you finish. Mm-hmm. But the hand cannon was like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Stop it, man. Yeah. yeah, so that was so, it was a challenge for me because I looked at it, I see, you know what, do I really want that gun? But I'm getting killed by it so much in the <laughs> game, like other players have it and they they're just taking me out like back to back. So I say at least let me see if I can get it. So I forced myself to play the hand cannons only. Mm. I just that's the only gun option. Every time I went to play PvP, same gun all the time, all the time. And I used to miss, and I used to die, I used to miss, and I used to die, over and over and over again. But eventually, I decided to get started. Mm. And then the next thing was, in order for you to get the gun, another challenge was to get a certain rank. So you know how ranks work in any game, you win, you get a certain number of points, you lose, you somewhat seem to lose more points. <laughs> <laughs> so, bro, that was a struggle. And you know the thing about ranks is when you get placed with other persons, you get placed with, you know, random people in a lobby, if you don't have a team, and the person that you're playing, they're not, they're not you, team players. You question the mentality sometimes, yeah. like, are they five? Are they five? <laughs> or, <you know? laughs> <laughs> a lot has happened. Right. So, yeah, it was a fight. It was a fight, but then I just knew that someday I had the mentality that if I had to go into a match, I'm going to carry it. Like I am going to, despite whatever else anybody does, like I'm going to make sure mm-hmm. I carry that match. So I perfected shooting with a gun. I perfected my gameplay, my map awareness, navigating, and yeah, I, I got it. Mm-hmm. It took some time, but I got it. Interesting. I mean, obviously, I would agree with the repetition um, aspect of it. But I'm thinking now to tennis. Mm-hmm. Right, right now, I'm playing tennis again. Um, back in the day when I stopped, I, had all, I hadn't been coached properly out to serve yet. We hadn't reached that aspect yet. We did ground strokes. My ground strokes have always been on point, right? So I struggle with serving. Now, we've been playing for months now. And I've been working on my serving and for the same purpose, I'm, like what you just said, I'm not getting in, but I'm not stopping. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm serving it the way that I know how, like the form, so my form is good, just I, I'm missing something, right? And I was battling between, do I continue with the form that I know that's not working or do I just poke it in? But I can always poke it in, but at the end of the day, which one is, gives me the results I want? Yeah. Yes, I can poke it in and get the point or get the, the, the match started, but then they could just smash me back. <laughs> it, it's not in an advantageous position. I'm gonna end up being at the whim of the person who's, who's um, hitting the ball back. Yeah. Or I can continue the form that I know I was told what to do. I just wasn't t- taught how to craft it to make it work properly and craft it myself now, even if it's going out, even if it's, it does a double for double for double for mm-hmm. keep going hard or tone it down so in your uh, esteemed opinion what which do you think i should do yeah you open the, the technique you open the craft you you perfect what you're doing you don't look at the the results or even if they they hit it back a certain way like you just for example right if i'm trying to find a way to, way to put it the way i see it in my head is if I'm doing something and it is failing over and over again, I don't let the failure get to me. I look at mastering the, the process and the procedure because I know once I get that done, everything else is going to succeed. So I'll work on the technique, I'll work on the strokes, I'll work on the micro adjustments. Like you said, even if it goes out, even if it goes wide, even if they hit it back and hit it back hard, and they laugh at you and the thing that is totally fine because you know that in your mind you you formulating you know that your focus is not necessarily to win right. your focus is not necessarily to get it right mm-hmm. right away your focus is just okay let me just perfect that mm-hmm. the swing the mm-hmm. swing even if you lose 10 matches bro you go and play in a real tournament and you're swinging and you're missing and things is not working out you know that you're working on that specific thing, that mm-hmm. one thing. That's the approach that I take in games, in everything that I do. I don't care about winning, essentially, at the end of the day. 
care about getting better at what I'm doing. <laughs> so once I get better, I know ultimately I'm gonna win. And the crazy thing is you do most and I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just you go for that thing because it's a it's an what's the word, amalgamation of small mm-hmm. steps that you're taking. Mm-hmm. Literally, like you're just taking baby steps and the better you get out the baby steps, the big steps is gonna look like nothing. So how do you how would you um advise the listeners to go for that? Because it's hell. It's hell to, to be losing and it's hell to be knocked down and knocked down and knocked down. I mean, if you go past three, I, I, you think you're a saint because I'll, I'll call you a saint because uh, it's not easy. So how would you advise them to get that kind of mentality, I suppose? Yeah, I think it takes a level of mental toughness and that has to be developed as well. You have to be comfortable with failure. You have to get, yeah, you have to become close friends with failure. <laughs> Failure is actually your friend because, like David was saying, David Monite, you was saying that failure and success, you know, they're in line. Yeah, they're in line. They're the same. Like, you cannot separate them because you have to go through failure to get to success. Mm-hmm. No matter how bad it may seem, um, what helps me is that I hold in my mind the picture of success. So, mm-hmm. for example, in the game, I hold in my mind that. I'm going to get a weapon. I hold in my mind that I'm going to get the rank. So no matter what is happening in front of me right now, it doesn't phase me. Because just like the animals, I know, okay, I have about a minute to tag. I'm going to execute and get it done. I'm not going to think about if I step and I miss or if I try and target and it fails. I'm not going to think about, I'm going to think about the tag being in the animal's air and I am by the van watching it, like, yeah, I did that, mm-hmm. even before I do it. Mm-hmm. So I see it in my mind, I just keep thinking about, yeah, I'll get it done, I'll get it done, it's done, it's done. And I have to keep reaffirming myself, because if I don't, then the fear, the, the uncomfortable mm-hmm. feeling, like, you know, all of that mm-hmm. just starts coming in, the doubt starts to come in. I do get it, I get it a lot, literally. Even last night, like playing the top golf, I was getting a lot of doubts in my head. I was like, okay, maybe this golf thing is not fair. I was like, nope, don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> don't say it. Even Faith was, you know, Faith was hitting some solid swings consistently. You know, fine enough, she was hitting the same the same hole over and over again, you know, and she was getting points. And I said, but Brad, yep. why, why are you trying to hit the ball? Like, yeah. Hard gas. You can, you know you have enough strength to see that just there. Yeah. You can probably just give it a little touch. Yeah. I say no, but that's what I walk into words. Yep. I cannot focus on what she's doing. Yep. Not what she's doing, but I know what I walk into words. Because yep. I didn't know how it was gonna happen, but I knew that when I get the stroke right, I'm gonna get a lot of points. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. So I was thinking about that the whole time. That's why I was kind of quiet. Yeah. I was just there, I was just deliberating, just thinking about, yeah boy, when I get that swing down, I know I'll hit some solid points. So even if when I come and hit it, it go in the net, it go just there, it hit the carpets, I dig in nothing because I know by the time I finish, I'll be eating. Sorry. That analogy of the golf is so good because the three of us, that's a, that's a perfect example of what we're talking about. You had the mindset, you had the picture, you had everything, you go after what you want. Faith, well, she and I'm, I'm saying she didn't have one, but she she her her picture was to just go to the first hole, keep getting free, keep getting, and then yeah. accumulated. That's how she made a game plan quickly. She adapted to a game plan, that, and you adapted to your game plan. You you, uh, you made sure okay, I'm going to hit hard. I'm going to adjust however accordingly mm-hmm. to keep it in the way I want to hit it. I did the same thing, but I lost, mm-hmm. and that didn't stop me. Like I told you, I'll go hard or go home. My game plan was exactly yours, but but in this situation, I was failing. Mm-hmm. We were all failing. <laughs> but, but the scores, scores the scores you <laughs> the scores did at all. <laughs> the two of you were number the, the first and second, and I was towards the bottom. Again, that's the same thing you talk about. The, the number didn't phase me. I didn't care. I get number zero. Yeah. I was happy because I know I didn't change who my game plan. My game plan was to hit the ball as hard, just like you always go out hit it hard. I had the same game plan. But you had your goal as well because you also going in the net mm-hmm. and then I remember at one point you were just trying to not hit it in the net. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then that's how it happened. <laughs> so we were all doing the same thing that night, you know. All yeah. of us, just different 
I guess different focus. Yeah. And and that and that that alone in itself, it's so I I like actually call it magical. Because people keep telling me it's magical. I I'll, I'll use their words against them. It's magical. It's it's un, it's it's unbelievable you damn right it is. That's um, I live in unbelief. I live that's that's what I live in right now. Unbelief. I live, as in because you think I'm I'm I'm, I'm uh, I can fly. Oh, really? <laughs> like, if you think that what I'm doing is 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 um unbelievable, then clearly I live in land of unbelief. Yeah, yeah. Because because that, that, if it's something I want, I go to. That's point blank. I will fail. I will fail. I did fail. I continue to fail. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> That's why I say we are spiritual beings because that's that's where a lot of the the power comes from. Like you can look at your physical reality, you will not do a lot of things. It's very easy to give up. Your artwork. At the time, all of us were only aware of the work that we saw each other produce. You went outside of that realm, seemingly to us, and came up with something that to us was unbelievable. When not only do the, the form five do that like on a regular that's their realm but they have artists for who like like Aiden's father yeah. who can do much more and I so, still got him as well and his realm is like 10 times bigger so but the, to us at the time it was the the best thing that was unbelievable you're living in a land of unbelief yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's something that's not even that like whatever but and that's just a perfect example mm-hmm. even to me like doing videography that that is crazy. That's another big one, because I remember looking at you know the top videographers, looking at their their page and well, Windell especially, um, and I just in awe like how great the quality was, how consistent the quality was, and at the time, I mean yeah, I had a camera, but my videos were more vlog style. I didn't really know much about color grading and all of the, the details of that and I felt like it was unbelievable that he was producing that kind of quality mm-hmm. I was just amazed and then now when I went out with him and I started going out I started going around you know the different shoots I felt intimidated because it looked challenging um, he made it look easy but it looked challenging because when I went to attempt it yeah it didn't it come out the same way for sure. <laughs> I'm like, okay, maybe there's a little bit more to this. But I approached it like everything else and I accelerated very quickly because what, what I noticed too, especially about belief, bro, like when you see you, when you see you start to understand it and you become more aware of it, it gets easier. It gets a lot easier. Like things just happen a lot faster. Like the golf, I was prepared because I had all these examples in my life where from the ministry, from school, from art days, like I have all of that evidence that everything that I do, it will work out no matter how long it takes. So therefore, everything that I, I approach, I'm going to approach with that mentality that it's going to work out. Like driving on the road, you just, you just start <laughs> driving. You just start driving. Like you just, on a highway, you have to merge a lane, even you're driving in St. Lucia and you have, you know, you don't have these kind of big lanes and big roads. Lanes. We just, you just go with it and you just trust that you especially you were very calm you drove for the first time right on the highway <laughs> and he was very calm and I'm sitting there in the passenger seat i'm like okay this man knows what he's doing <laughs> but it's after he says his house was racing <laughs> and i said bro i have no idea i have no idea and that's that's one of the key things too you confuse the enemy the enemy mm. in doubt I like right? that. <laughs> you confuse them because if you don't express the fear, if you don't express the feeling, you don't acknowledge it. You don't acknowledge it. Nobody will know. Nobody will know. There are several times I need to speak in public and I would be talking, I would be sweating, bro. And my I'm scratching me and I, I'm not scratching it because <laughs> I just saying that's not real. I'm not real. And even if I feel all of that, I will still go ahead and do it. I'll still push through because I'll not express it mm-hmm. and say, yeah, you know, I'm afraid. I used to do that before when I was a lot younger, when I was in my teen years. I was very insecure, I was very I had a low self-esteem. I had a low self-esteem for true. Like I, I used to doubt myself a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I didn't feel accepted. I didn't feel like people would like me. 
so even when my art got recognized i didn't feel woolly or that i didn't feel like yeah because mm-hmm. i was small do you know i was very short i i, I feel like everybody just and uh, they would not notice me like they would just <laughs> overlook me very easily so a lot of my life like i just i don't know right i was on that, that negative end of the spectrum but it's not just you though. It's, it's common it's common yes but it's crazy because now it's like night and day for me and i think what really helped me through that process was having people speak into my life so for example when you talk about my art like that i'm saying okay if i think this way about myself but then here is what people are saying about me which is yeah. good the good things that they're saying then i can leverage that and then add it to my belief yeah so now if they say i'm great then i believe that i'm great mm-hmm. and therefore i'll begin to see myself as great and i'll become great yep. or even greater than what i'm already doing because they already see the greatness yep and that's i think that's what really started happening more and more like throughout my life so yeah. when things like public speaking came up um whether it be golf videography agriculture anything new came up i would just apply it but i wasn't conscious of what i was doing up until like this year and last year mm-hmm. like i'm really conscious and aware of it now yeah but my whole life i was just doing it and i didn't know how to do it yeah it's like acknowledging the negative speaks into it which allows it to grow so you don't want it to grow so why speak into it yeah using the the highway for example yeah i'm out racing but i don't want it to so why should i acknowledge that it's racing yeah. it's not going to do anything but cause harm for us if i'm nervous so tell myself i'm cool calm directed i know what i'm doing i've never driven in america before but i've been in America before. I've seen drivers. I know what drivers do. Last night, mm-hmm. the man on the highway. I even said it to you. I don't remember. I verbally said, I feel better having seen him drive like a madman mm-hmm. <laughs> because I know in St. Lucia that we drive like mad people. Yeah. So I, I never, I've never seen an American do it before. So I'm like, oh my god, I can't do it like you know. I'm, I'm stiff, stiff, stiff. But seeing him. Mm. I'm like, oh, so it can't be done here. Yeah, yeah. Not because I, I'm going to, yeah. but it made me feel better knowing, okay, but they drive like Russians. Yeah. Like, this is not, this is, this is what I know. I've been doing this for years. So it made me, I, I think I even said it made me feel better about driving here, seeing him do his madman stuff. Yeah, because like when you see them all driving in a line and everybody's so structured, you feel like, yeah, everything is perfect there. Yeah. So you don't want to make any mistakes. I'll feel not me too. <laughs> yeah. Like that, another thing of you know speaking to uh, experiences. I saw him. I saw somebody else do it, and I'm like, okay, well, and and saying for driving, I, I may never have driven before, been behind the wheel, but I, I always make note. Okay, they seem to be changing lanes a million miles before something. Why are they changing lanes a million? Yes. Why are they always in this right lane to go outside there? I'm seeing the sign to exit right, but there are two right lanes. I'm like, why are there two? Right? Like you know, all, I question all these things. Even when I was younger, mm. and that allowed me to get a picture of how to drive it. So when I was able to, when I was behind the wheel, I was like, okay, well, clearly the, the lanes are important. So you get there before you get there, so you don't crash into somebody. The, the, the cars are miles apart to fall that to allow for you know no accidents or limit accidents. Yeah. The, the, the questions, the answers formed after. Mm. <laughs> they formed after. I didn't come into the archives of you. Hey, you went into your reservoir of all the experiences that you had and all the things that you learned. Right. And you use that in and form the how in the present. Yeah. <laughs> That's very good. It's crazy. It's magic. That's I'll magic. start saying that. It's magic. Yeah. Right. <laughs> how do I get it? Magic. It's magic. <laughs> if I tell you, if I tell you, I believed it. You tell me I'm crazy. So I say it's magic. <laughs> Since you don't want to believe, believe. <laughs> My spiritual means like we have intellect we, and that's the thing like how can you how can you think about something that has happened so long ago you say since you were a child you remember seeing these things and it has been printed on your memory to the point where you can now learn from it you can learn so much from your past to do something in your present that is very powerful like i think people should should do that all the time like in everything every don't just apply to one area apply to every single aspect of your life that's the mm-hmm. challenge that i'm taking on right now 
Mm -hmm. I'm literally applying all of the same principles to every single area of my life. All of them. Mm -hmm. Whether it be in cooking, whether it be in washing clothes, whether it be in driving a vehicle. Like if I want, I can start learning how to repair vehicles. If I want, I can start learning that. Because I understand we're no different. You're no different from me. I'm no different from you. If you can do something, I can do it too. If I can do something, you can do it too. The time it takes, the method in which I learn may be different. Mm -hmm. But the truth is that we can both do it. So seeing somebody else do it, you get to leverage them, leverage their experience, leverage their results, and treat it as your own. Because we are no different. Yep. I mean, I keep going back to sports because that's just what my mind is all the time. I'm thinking of how the advances in technology have obviously enhanced sports, but at the end of the day, no true change happens until we see somebody do something different. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of LeBron, I'm thinking of um, the gymnast Biles, Simone Biles. Oh, Biles. Okay, well, I can't pronounce her name, but yeah, I, sure name. <laughs> I followed her Junior Olympics and I saw her. She lit up gymnastics for me. She did things that nobody did before. And now everybody can do it because they saw her do it. Saw her do, yeah. So it just it just takes the one to do something different. And I, and there's always something, there's always the one. If you look back at everything in life, in history of life, nobody like there's always a one person to start something and then the rest follows. The rest, yeah. Always, 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 always. Mm -hmm. Even the world records too. Now you've seen both just break the record, but somebody broke the record before he broke the record, and somebody broke it before. Like at one point, I'm not sure of the time, but let's say for example, they thought 20 seconds was the fastest time. Yeah. And then somebody come and do it in 17, and somebody come and do it in 15, and somebody come and do it in 14, and then a man come and do it in 9. If Mid that did it in 20 seconds, saw somebody do it in nine, he'd be like, what kind of sorcery is that? <laughs> 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 I just did it in yeah. I'm the fastest man. You come in here and do it in nine. I would never imagine that was possible. Drugs, drugs. drugs yeah. <laughs> but that's that's just, it goes to show like our potential. Like it just we have such limitless potential. And mm -hmm. that's what I leverage as well. When I, when I think of myself, I think that I can do everything. Literally everything. Because there's proof all around me that anything is possible. Literally anything. There are planes flying in the sky, bro. Like what? <laughs> what? <laughs> All of a sudden, that becomes normal. <laughs> like we started off on the ground, we created land vehicles, and all of a sudden now, yeah, just let's just take a flight. <laughs> just soar through the sky. Now we have men with suits flying through the sky. That's crazy. Mm. It's magic. Like we're living in a magical world. We are literally living in a fairy tale, magical Disney world, whatever you call it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I love it. That's why I'm so happy nowadays because nothing feels me. I understand this couch, that's magic. How magic. many times you take whatever material and you make thread that is woven into the fine fabric and you're able to color each. Bro, <laughs> that, yeah, I get goosebumps yeah. <laughs> Because that's the kind of things that fuel me and drive me to believe yep. that I can do anything that I set my mind to. If somebody can create a lamp, a curtain, camera, that itself, I don't understand that. <laughs> I completely don't understand that. I don't understand how my voice can be captured. It, you show that to a caveman, they're going to freak out. They might kill themselves. <laughs> you're talking to somebody on the other side of the world mm -hmm. and they're hearing you in real time. That is crazy. That is mind blowing. Crazy. So when I realize that we have access to a power like that, and over the period of time, we can literally change history over and over and over again create things that people 500 years ago would have never imagined. I have limitless potential. I can do anything that I want. And guys, I, I honestly and truly desire, like a burning desire that you guys can understand that principle. Like your environment, your situation, nothing defines you. Absolutely nothing. You can be in the worst environment, the worst situation with the people in your every... The people that you consider the most influential, your parents telling you you're nothing, telling you you're worthless. All the, like that situation is an absolutely terrible one and you can still be limitless. You can still achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve. 
I mean, pussing out mates, get out of that, man. <laughs> stop, yeah. stop, stop listening to people or being around people who tell you that you're nothing and worthless because that's not going to do anything for you. But it starts with just something. Just start with something. Even if it be you decide every day, I'm going to uh, walk, take a walk down the hill. That's just mental strength. You're working on a mental strength. That's something to, to hope, be proud of. Something to hold on to, and then you build your belief. You see, okay, hey, it's two months. I'm still every morning. I'm going to open it. Okay, if I can do that, then maybe today I want to, you know, make a new friend. I don't know. The point is, you build in your belief by little, 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 little things, mm-hmm. and that when it comes strong, now you can say, "I'm going to own the Empire State Building." Yeah. I didn't say in, in two, next day, next tomorrow. <laughs> it, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Because you, your belief is that strong after having built it up. Because we truly are limitless. And that's the point of this podcast, guys. That is truly the point. I mean, and I left, I love to be open and honest with you guys. Using this episode as an example. Guys, we're in Orlando shooting. This is not my set. This is, I mean, the day of. I'm gonna be completely transparent. Um, literally shooting it Sunday. I, I've never done that before. Um, I had no idea how we, where we were going to shoot, how we were going to shoot. <laughs> I didn't have my equipment. I don't have my computer to 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 um, edit. And here we are. You guys get your episode at six o'clock as planned. Did I stress? Not one bit. Not one bit. <laughs> Not one. That, that is a very key point. You know. If you know the end result. Then the emotions that can seemingly, you know, make you feel uncomfortable and and down, kind of, you don't have to go through that. You don't. And I, I learned that too along the way. Like the more I, I began exercising belief and seeing it happen, I realized, okay, the emotions I had in between, I didn't have to go through that. That didn't feel nice. I, I didn't feel good stressing. I didn't feel good worrying. I didn't feel good being anxious and my heart racing. I didn't feel good. So why would I go through that again? So once I start to feel it. I know uh, something is something is awesome. Either I'm, I'm focusing on the wrong thing, or I, I lost sight of the goal. So yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that. That that very powerful. It's not to say that we don't feel them; it's that we don't acknowledge them. We human. We do have feelings, but as long as you have sight of the goal and you understand, okay, this feeling does not help the goal. X. Cut it off. Focus on what the hell would help the goal. And the thing is, like, if you cut it out, you don't don't expect it to to go one time. Because oh. I know there are some people out there that will, will hear this and they'll see it and they say, "Well, you know, I'm I'm thinking about it, or I try to cut it out, but it's still there." I said, "Yes, it will still be there. I'm telling <laughs> you, it is still going to be there. It may go one time. It may go in the next five minutes. It may go in the next hour. It may go in the next couple scenarios that you put in that same situation again. But you need to actively be." working towards it you cannot just say okay i'm going to try it one time and attempt it one time to correct my feelings to correct my emotions focus on the right thing i expect it to work immediately you have to give yourself time to succeed give yourself time to get better at controlling and managing your focus as it relates to what you're feeling on the inside of you and yeah it's gonna happen i guarantee like hands down i've seen it happen for me i've seen it happen for a lot of people it works works out and you're gonna start living a lot more fulfilling fulfilling life stress-free worry-free you're gonna start feeling more of the emotions that you want to feel as opposed to what you don't want to feel literally everything you want in life everything you want in life yeah and you know i know i don't mean all the riches and everything no 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 literally the don't take my statement and add on to connotations that you think of or heard of before everything you want in life meaning if you want this pot thing you get it. That, that's everything you want tonight. Yeah. <laughs> if you want five dollars, that's everything you want tonight. Yeah. The what you want varies for every single person. So when we say everything that you want tonight, it doesn't mean what society wants, which is a million dollars. Everybody wants to be rich. Everybody yeah. wants everything. No. If, if you want to be by the beach and every Sunday you're looking by the beach, that's everything you want tonight. Yeah. A lot of people just want to be happy too. Yeah. You want to have a peace of mind. And some people look to external factors, but it's, it's entirely internal. Yeah, entirely internal. And even that is difficult though. Like, 
I'm sure we listen to it to be like, oh well, what do you what do you mean external? Okay. Um yeah, I I go in forever, but I, I do this and it's still not working, I still not feel happy or whatever. Like what what would you say to that? Well if they're speaking that then they're affirming the behavior that they don't want. They're affirming the feelings that they don't want because whatever you think about and you speak about, you bring about. So if you don't want it to show up, if you don't want it to continue happening, you stop saying it, you stop affirming it. It sounds crazy. I'm saying it, it sounds very <laughs> crazy. It sounds like madness, but it works. It works a hundred percent of the time. Just give it time. And don't think of time as a bad thing because let me tell you, how old am I now? Okay, I can't see my age. <laughs> Why not? not? Say <laughs> there you go. You're not going to. I'm not going to see my age. So, <laughs> but when I look at my life in the past and I look at the future, I don't know how much longer I have to live, right? I don't know how much longer. Mm. But I do know that based on the average lifespan, based on human life, people live up to 70, 80, 90, some even 100. Whatever I'm going through right now, is a fraction of my entire lifespan so i don't even put so much weight on my results now because i know that the person i'm becoming in the next five years the next 10 years the next 20 years is going to be very different and you're going to have every single thing that he wants so even if my situation may be extremely bad right now even if what i'm feeling may be bad right now i know that in the process of time when i look back it will not look like it took so long because I remember when I used to be in secondary school, I used to be like, wow, I have to go five years. I was in form, I was like, I have to go five years to get to my like, What? <laughs> now when I leave school, I used to be out of school for over 10 years. <laughs> Where that time pass? You understand? So people, it, the present can be very heavy because it looks like it's not moving fast and the negative feelings out there. But guys, trust me, like when you see you get to that point of where you want to be and you everything is working out you're not going to remember how long it took you're not gonna yeah you're gonna have more time in the results than you had in the the struggle and the process yeah i believe that's strong mm -hmm. and of course again building your belief you don't have to you know believe in the next five years i'll be just something, something small build your belief so that you can genuinely feel the relief of knowing in the next five years i'll be x y and z because your belief is strong enough to, to withstand that. To withstand that, yeah. Because that's an important thing too. You have to make sure um, that you haven't, you have built that belief. Mm -hmm. You can't just right out the bat say, I'll get a million dollars tomorrow. Come on, that's not, Yeah. We, we're not, you're not at that level, that stage of no, belief yet. I see that before. <laughs> I, now the thing that happens, it stretches you. Eh? Mm -hmm. Like when you see, you say you, you, you get a million dollars tomorrow. You have to be ready to put in the work to get a million dollars tomorrow. Exactly. It can happen. It can happen, yeah. It can. But you have to be ready to put in the work. Right. And then now, what's going to happen is when you put in the work, you may not get a million dollars, but it will stretch you in a way that it will get you closer to getting a million dollars. That's what, because I've been speaking that. I've been speaking millions of dollars for a while now. And it has literally started a transformation process in my life that forced me to change. Mm -hmm. And I'm very grateful for that. Mm -hmm. If I had not said what I said, five years ago or well, i wouldn't be where i am today like i made a commitment to say you know i'm not going to stop until i make you a million dollars and you see a difference though i, I want a million dollars tomorrow i'm not going to stop until i make a million dollars see a difference yeah. <laughs> there's a difference in that belief that one is what you just said it encourages not encourages you open yourself to learning and and, mm -hmm. and the different um things that come your way and you're open to it that's when i think i grew in the awareness of what i was I knew that in the process of time, I'm going to get it done. Even if people look at me now and be like, yeah, boy, Brad, where a million dollars? Yeah, wait, wait a minute. Like, yeah, yeah, it's somewhere in the timeline. It's not here now, you don't see it now, but it's there. So I can already start walking like a millionaire because I know that in my future, I am a millionaire. Mm -hmm. I know that. So therefore, I will not feel any way now that it's not here. It's like somebody telling you, I have a Christmas before you. You know, let's say I say at the end of the year, bro, I have a Lambo day waiting for you. You get excited now. Mm -hmm. You'll be happy now. But the thing is that in the present, the circumstances make it look like it's not happening. But if you know what I tell you, you have the Lambo there, I show you a picture of it, I tell you December there, that ready for you, my G. Trust me, you're excited. <laughs> you will be excited. Almost every day you'll be like, yeah, 
Yeah. At the time, gets closer to it, you'd be like, yeah, ooh, boy, oh, I get that mambo. Yep. You, you start looking for accessories from now. <laughs> you say, this is where I'm going to go. This is how fast I'm going to drive. This is, I want to press the buttons. I want to have an AC here. I want to have my music for my Lambo. You're going to plan your whole first five days of having that car. Facts. But the truth is that when people have their goals, they don't see it as real as that. But it yeah. is very real. That, I love that analogy. That is so real. That's powerful. Start acting like you have it now because you believe that the same level of belief you have when somebody tells you something is going to be, why can't you tell yourself that? Tell yourself that. Yeah. Tell yourself that you have a Lamborghini by the end of the year and start believing it. Yeah. Bad accessories for it. You don't have it, you know. You don't have it. Bad accessories. <laughs> Remember that, that ball we had to go to, we bought the clothes even if we didn't qualify yet. Okay, yeah. they, they drag me around to make sure you know. Drag me around. <laughs> I'm thinking that I think that's part attitude, you know. I was thinking that they were going, so obviously I was behaving like they were going. All that all that adds to them going, then their environment was was accommodating to it because I generally thought they were going. Yeah, we didn't know if we were going. Just well, we knew, but it wasn't the, the qualification that we had to get. You know, we, we were not supposed to go, but we behaved as if we were going, regardless of what was happening. And we went. Guess what, guys? They went. <laughs> the day off is when they 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 got the the qualifications and the announcement that they'll be going on the day off, guys. And we were already in Trinidad. Yeah. Guys, the ticket was paid for, the suit was bought, everything. And on the day of, they got the confirmation, mm-hmm. guys. Most of you will have make a plan for two months down the line, and in two weeks you cancel because yes. <laughs> you're afraid that it it's it not gonna work out something or nothing budged so you decided that it's, it's not going to work this can't work something too much on another you know but, but it can't yeah. work because after two weeks nothing budged i want to lose 10 pounds in two weeks you gain five. Oh lord oh god i finish mm-hmm. that five you gain curbing muscle mm-hmm. that curbing muscle and then the next phase whatever it's like all of the fats are burning and you still build muscle but you build more fat because you build your metabolism. I'm not, I'm not a, a guy, I don't know anything much about it, but that could be the, that could have been the thing, but you stop at the gain five because you go in the opposite direction. It's a mayday, mayday, this is this is done. Yeah, that's very true. It, sometimes it takes you off course for sure. And it's good that you use the, sometimes you get added five pounds because that seems like a, a bad thing. Because sometimes it looks like a bad thing happens in order for you to get the good thing. And for me, that's what happened, I think, in videography. So, the way I, I met Windell was, it was for an odd, odd situation. And I was literally in the process of leaving my job. And I had to go through that process of leaving my job to be positioned to do videography. So, if I, if I didn't take that risk, and at the time I left my job, I didn't have, I didn't have much money. So, I was married. And Faith wasn't working either. She was building the business, but the business wasn't paying as much at the time. So all that happening, which was seemingly bad, right? Already it was fry planting at the time too. <laughs> <laughs> but the truth is we had to go through that in order to get to where I'm today, where we are today. And to get access to I'm so grateful for women at the time, like I remember sitting on my bed and just looking at his work and be like, boy, I just want to get, I want to be, I want to be in his presence to see what it's like, you know, creating these videos. And I was desperate at that time to like, I was just, I just wanted to make a difference. And I remember reading, do one thing really that scares you. And I was like, it kind of scares me to ask him that question, to be so bold and be like, can I come with you? Even though I haven't met him as yet, because at the time I didn't really know him. We just played league together. I was a few matches, because every time I played with him, I think you were there, because we were playing together a lot. So, yeah, I didn't really know him. And I just said, you know, can I, can I come see what you do? And he said, yes, I'm going today. And I was like, wow, today, I wasn't prepared to go today. I mean, I was expecting maybe next week, but <laughs> like, yeah, just get dressed and I come and check you just now. I was like, what, come and check me just now? Yep. And so said, so done, I just went to you. And that opened so many doors for me. So many doors. Bro. And crazy. I would have never imagined that I would have met somebody like him. That's crazy. Yeah. And the fact that you're open to it again and that situation that story he you asked but you had an expectation in your head 
you didn't expect today you expected it to you know you expected to give him time mm-hmm. time to whatever you mentally prepared yep. but then, then nah nah life doesn't work like that <laughs> you want something you went after it and then you want to tell it how to come no no no, no. Comes <laughs> how it wants to come. Yeah. You need to be willing to hear and, and realize that, that that it's calling. It's it's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, be open to all the sources as well. Open yeah. to all sources. You can't. It, it may not come the way you asked it to that's come. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what that story says. Um, yeah, it's crazy. <clears throat> but there's something I wanted to say, but I, I forgot it now. Because you mentioned me, guys. I was thinking about wow, all the good times. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Oh, yes. So he mentioned that, you know, that at that time period of one leaving his job and one whatever and uh, eating fried plantain only. Guys, at no point did he show or ask or anything. We, his friends, had no idea. That's an important factor. I think a very important factor to note. He never begged. He never asked. He never let anybody know. Okay, I'm going for the struggle right now. He just went for it. That's that's not acknowledging the struggle. You want to get out of the struggle. Why would you then broadcast it to your friends to then treat you like you're in a struggle? Yeah, that's right. That then you creating an environment of everyone. Oh, oh, poor Brad. Let me have it. No, no, it's not the environment you wanted. Okay, so you remember that he did not show nobody knew until now you can talk about it now you can talk about it <laughs> the time bro I was crying I used to cry like, I used to cry too but I used to cry and I didn't used to cry often but when I cried it was real serious I used to just go outside sit on the step think about my life just lie down think about it but like I never I never really got discouraged because I knew where I was going and I wanted to go through that as well because I wanted to be able to help people that experience these things. Now, I I haven't experienced the worst because there are people who are a lot worse than me, but I experienced some level of emotion near it, right? I can relate to it to some degree. So I wanted to allow myself to feel that as bad as it got, but I always knew that, you know, even if I ended up on the streets, that I'll always do what it takes. Like I knew that I had what it takes on the inside of me. So I had strong belief in myself, I have strong belief in God that is going to take care of me. So no matter what happens, no matter how bad it gets, I will rise regardless. So through that period of time, I wasn't really worried. I was uncomfortable. I didn't like it. It was painful, but I didn't worry too much. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't worry at all. Because I know the end. If you can see the end in your mind, you can have it. it doesn't matter how long. I just, I always know the end. Right. And I think we can talk about this all day. Um, but I think we should wrap it up for the sake of, you know, the podcast. Um, definitely we should do a part two. But before we end, I normally do final thoughts where you say something that you want to add or emphasize something that you said already. What would you like to do for the viewers? I want to let the viewers know that everything is possible. Literally, everything single thing that you can think of that you can imagine that you want it is very possible just give yourself time to succeed be patient focus on growth not only the goals and you're gonna get it you're gonna get it then because there's proof all around if you start to take time take inventory and look around you look around at different people look around at successful people you realize that it is very possible for you to go out there and win as big as you want, dream as big as you want, as crazy as it seems. You can start living the life that you want right now in your mind. Create it there and go out there and start living it. Amazing, powerful, powerful message. And I just want to add to that. You guys can join, if you're not in the best um, environment, you guys can join the podcast Discord. We have a, a community Discord where you're free to, you know, just come in and, and, and talk, share something, um, and you get a, a positive um, response. Donnell and his wife also have a WhatsApp group, same same principle, just join. And that's just for, you know, if you, you recognize that you, you want something more and your environment isn't the best, just, just join and, and, and that's the first step you can take changing your environment, starting to have a positive P 
people. Okay, guys, that was an amazing episode. Um, thank you for coming, Mr. Rakat. It was fun. I love this different set. Oh, but by the way, he did, he did the set, guys. He did everything. I was actually doing, you know, some homework as you were setting up. So, <laughs> I want to appreciate you for that. Yes. Um, and we will definitely have some some fun in Orlando today. Yes, we will. <laughs> I look forward to that. All right, guys. See you next time.